0: It's time for Caveman Corner.
1: Presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huffert. Welcome back once again to Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. We're set for another night of Cavemen Corner, along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Steyers, and we've got another full house here tonight. Student athletes, yeah, coach, and the whole thing. This is a this is a good
2: night, and I, I'm going with the cheese steak burrito tonight. <laughs> I'm going. Is that what you're talking about? A full house? Well, that's, I saw these guys. I mean, devoured theirs there's already. Yeah, Their they, they've are got empty. full
1: stomachs. That's for sure. They, they had the uh, the big Monterey burritos. That's, that's been kind of the, uh, the go-to for all the football guys when they come in here.
2: Yeah, it is an exciting night tonight. We've got a couple of our football players here. We also have our girls' soccer team. We have three first-team all-conference members, and they were the NIC South co-champs. So Coach Steve Hodge and a few of the players are going to be here. Uh, a great night tonight on Caveman Corner.
1: All right, absolutely. We will... Uh, start with a couple football players we've got donovan snyder with us and we've got chris harness with us as well and of course the cavemen are coming off another big victory 26 to 24 friday over south bend st joseph they're now six and one overall four and oh in the nic donovan snyder has the microphone there first and and so i'll I'll ask you tell me something about chris harness that a lot of people might not know since he's Um. sitting here right next to you I'll put you on the spot.
3: Well, I re- love to do it that way. <laughs> yeah, Chris is a really hard worker. He doesn't take any reps off at practice, and he's always giving it
1: 100%. Chris, I'll let you take the microphone, and, and you can tell us something. the same question about Donovan Snyder.
4: Yeah, I think Donovan deserves a lot of credit, you know, playing both sides of the ball. It, it's really hard and really tough to do. Um, you know, during practice, he's going to both sides of the ball, you know, different coaches. Nine. <laughs> How much? One hundred and eighty some. Is that right? I actually take two inches off of that. I'm about five, seven, <laughs> five, seven, 175. Well, we were
1: standing next to each other. You got a little more hair up there on yeah, top yeah, than me, a so couple inches, yeah. it, it makes you look five nine anyway. But I mean, so you're not built like what you'd call the traditional fullback. So, do you right. consider yourself a fullback or a running back?
4: Well, I consider myself a, a running back, but you know, at Walk, I'm going to always be the fullback. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, and there's there's a lot of burden, obviously. On whatever back you want to call it—fullback,
1: running back, whatever—you and and the quarterback, there's a lot on you guys night in and night out. And so sitting here, seven games into the season, you're coming mm-hmm. off 41 carries and two. How are you feeling right now physically.
4: <laughs> well, usually I'm I'm pretty uh pretty rested up and recovered by now. Uh, I'm a little banged up, but it's nothing that that uh you know us Mission Walker players can't handle. Uh, yeah, I got got a little little bruises here and there. Not too bad. Doing all right, though.
2: Yeah. yeah, Chris, I was talking to Coach, and we were joking just about, uh, you know, hey, we don't, we don't want to put uh, Chris's name out there too much. I'm like, Coach. Everybody knows he's getting the ball, and it's coming at him. But uh, that's got to be a Not compliment. A lot of intrigue with in that offense. <laughs> but it's got to be a compliment to you to know that he has that much faith in you, and you have that much faith in the offensive line. I know you and Sam Shively work well together, and, and there's some other bats like, like Brad Taylor that, that, that play their role to a tee, but you have to have so much confidence in that offensive line to know, yeah, I am going to get the ball this many times, but we're going to be effective when we do it.
4: Yeah, these guys, you know, they come out every day they work really hard you know they put everything on the line um I I couldn't do anything without Sam you know he he knows the offense like the back of his hand um making the right reads and uh calling the right plays so yeah, they're, they're really good.
2: Now, you got to give me your reaction on the pass because we had fourth and three, <laughs> fourth and four, and everybody's saying, okay, they're going to give it to Chris, they're going to yeah. pound it, and then all of a sudden, we got this halfback pass going out, and, and, yep. and you guys, it must have been fun to, uh, to just have that trick play in the book.
4: Yeah, it was awesome. Donovan put it on a dime right to, right to Brody, and uh, they delivered the play, executed it nice. Now, I'm
1: I'll, I'm going to ask Donovan about that pass here in a minute since he's, he's the one that threw it, but I was actually just re-watching it yesterday on the YouTube channel so I'm watching you guys during the timeout and Chris it looked like you were kind of patting Donovan a little bit patting Brody over there did you know at that yeah. point before right before you went back on the field so you guys called the play there on the sideline
4: yeah I actually called it before we went over there I was like you know we've been practicing the play the whole week you know uh, we wanted to bring it out at a crucial time and I was like oh this is it you know coach calls it and I'm you know giving them the heads up and pat him on the back giving them a good look
1: so Donovan Snyder throws the halfback pass it's again it's fourth and three so donovan in arguably the most important situation of the season there you guys are still trailing at that time. yeah i
3: mean everybody in the building thought chris was getting the ball so we knew that he was going to be wide open before we called it so i was just thinking just to catch the ball take my steps and let it fly
2: now, now, Sean, I was sitting in Lucas Oil Stadium yesterday, fourth and three in overtime, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> Coach Kinders, gotta call, he's got to call that. And all of a sudden, Andrew Luck just threw it down. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish we'd had that in the playbook yeah. yesterday. But that, that must have been such a cool moment. And as you let go of the ball, did you feel like, okay, I, I got it there. It's just a matter of catching it now?
3: Yeah, I had confidence he was going to catch it, so I knew if I could get the pass off, it would be a good play.
2: And did you realize, like, the gravity of the situation at that point? Because St. Joe was moving the ball. They had a heck of a game felt like they controlled it, but if you get it at that time, you felt probably like you guys had a great shot with the defense the way they were Yeah,
3: St. Joe did have a great offense and a great plan, but, yeah, we knew we could also move the ball, and that play kind of defined it. I'm just going to go
1: through because, Chris, I I mean, 1,300 yards, 220 carries this season, and you were saying the coach didn't want to pump you up too much so guys don't know about you. I mean, I think it's hard not to know a guy who's run for 1,300 yards, And according to Max, Preps, ninth in the state in rushing right now. Donovan, you do a little bit of everything out there. So I went went through the list of the stats today. You're the team's third leading rusher right now behind Chris and Sam Shively. Mm -hmm. You're the leading receiver with 102 yards. You've got 231 rushing yards, by the way. Second-leading passer now after that 38-yard <laughs> halfback <laughs> <Right>. pass. <laughs> so you got that in your pocket. Yep. You're also, though, the fifth-leading tackler on the team because you're playing safety as well, and you also lead the team with the three interceptions three weeks in a row. So have you kind of always been this sort of all-around guy as a football player? Yeah. Or is this-
3: Back when I was younger, I used to play both ways in the MFL League and I would do all the kick returns and stuff like that, but then when I got to John Young, I played quarterback, and they were always protecting me, and they wouldn't let me do anything except play quarterback, so finally, my sophomore year, Coach Shaw was just kind of like, hey, we think we can use you in other spots other than just a backup quarterback, so that's when I started learning all these other positions, and Kind of led up to today. Well,
1: and you were a little bit of that guy last year, too, kind of a a, a multi-purpose guy. On a little bit different scale, I guess, but, but at the same time, it's really kind of taken off this year.
3: Yeah, last year I played more wide receiver than halfback. That's right. But now I'm more of a bigger part on the defensive end, and I'm still both kick and punt return.
2: I want to ask both you guys, uh, we've got a big game this week up against Marion, and it's going to be at home. It'll be our third home game in a row, so that, that's got to be a blast for you guys. But just talk about the atmosphere, and it just seems like each game, it's building and building. And when you're 6-1 and one and playing good football, that helps, but do you feel the crowd out there? I mean, our home stands have just been out of this world, and, and we're hoping to have even a bigger crowd this week because we've got a lot of dedications going on.
3: Yeah, home games are awesome. When we're out there warming up before games, you can see fans already getting there, getting loud, excited. And even during the games, you can hear all the fans yelling. In between plays, people are yelling their names, and it's awesome.
2: Yeah, Chris, uh, uh, can you feel the fans and just what they're doing? It seems like Mishawaka came in football right now. I mean, they're pretty pumped up about it. And I know last week they had a, a a graphic up on the video board that said, quiet offense at work. And then they also <laughs> had one that said, it's third down. Yeah. And it, I I could feel the fans trying to pump it up for the other team.
4: Yeah, the, the energy in the stadium is is uh, it's outstanding. I can't really explain it in words. Uh, you know, coming from a senior that's uh, – it's, you know, starting and, and just hearing hearing the crowd cheer on the whole team. It's awesome. It's awesome. I can't explain it.
2: Now, I know as you guys get used to the home field and the video board, you may glance up. Have you done that yet this year where maybe you're running for a touchdown and somebody's coming behind you and you glance up to see if he's on your heels? <laughs> yeah, if I can, if I'm running that well, I'll look up there look <laughs> a while. It's awesome. Because yeah. <laughs> you probably feel them or hear them, but yeah. uh, I, I know some of the NFL guys do that. They'll glance up, mm-hmm. and it's always funny for me to see.
1: Yeah. Chris you you know we talk about your you're running as the fullback and you're a really physical runner I mean we kind of kid you a little bit about the size but I mean you you play like somebody who who's got a lot more uh, bulk on him. but what is and you played some physical teams on the other side as well what what's maybe the most physical team that you think you guys have played against this year
4: man that's tough that's tough you
1: you, you can give me two or three yeah. if you know okay okay. If, if you don't, if you don't want to, you yeah. know, single anybody out.
4: Okay, St. Joe's is definitely on the top of the list. Okay, um, St. Joe and New Prairie, I believe, those are the most physical teams we've played this whole season.
1: What has been in, in a season? Again, you guys are six and one, and you're a thunderstorm and a, a field goal and a rain yeah. delay <laughs> yeah. from from possibly being undefeated. You're six and zero oh in the state of Indiana, anyway. But what what has been maybe the the biggest moment, biggest game for you guys so far?
4: Biggest game, biggest game. I also think that is the New Prairie game. You know, they we knew they were a really good quality opponent. Um, they were really physical both sides of the ball, and uh, we knew you know if we could bring it to them, you know we got a really good chance in the tournament this year.
1: Coach kind of talked about how you guys were pushed around a little bit by New Prairie in that mm-hmm. sectional game last year. Did you guys go into that with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, like oh, yeah. we're going to push it back this year?
4: Yeah, for sure. We definitely came in with a revenge mindset. You know, like I said, we knew we, they, were, they were a really quality opponent. They played really physically, and we had to come out there with a the full head of steam.
1: Personally for you, Chris, what's been the biggest moment for you so far?
4: Biggest moment It's just every moment. I can't really explain <laughs> it, you know. Anytime I'm out there with my brothers, you know, on the field and we're we're pushing the ball down the field, it's awesome.
2: I have to tell you, my biggest moment was in the Valpo game because mm-hmm. you are Touchdown, and it was coming right to me. I, I have the camera down there on the sidelines sometimes, and I was in the end zone. And I'm like, "Oh, look, his eyes!" Are One of those dream shots. He's coming in the right team. to me. Yeah, it's yeah, like that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's <laughs> great for to, to use for the hype videos and mm-hmm. the highlight films and yeah. things like that. But um, it's it's fun to watch him with the power moves. But when he gets that breakaway speed, uh, we saw it at Portage early in the season, and even at Valpo. And then in some of those tough games, you can only get three or four yards, mm-hmm. and that, that's what they give you. Elkhart Central was a good case of that.
1: No, absolutely. Do you, do you feel like with with your running style and with that offensive line in front of you, that as the game goes on and the – you're going to break through with one of those?
4: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We definitely wear defensive down, especially with the way we, we run our offense. You know, we try to get right back to the line of scrimmage and run a play as soon as possible. Um, that really gets to any defense we play. It doesn't matter who it is. But, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll ask you, you, you can – I'll ask you, and then you can answer and then hand off to Donovan. What's maybe the biggest improvement you've made and the biggest improvement the team has made from last year to this year?
4: All right, I think I've, I've run a lot more physically this year, um, running with my eyes open, making sure I can cut off the blocks and stuff. And the team overall, our defense has stepped up a lot this year. I'm really proud of them. And both sides of the ball, we, we both stepped up. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of the way we play together. Um, we play like we're family.
1: Donovan, same question to you. Biggest improvement you've made?
3: Yeah, the biggest improvement I've made is probably my strength because as halfbacks, we do a lot more blocking than you guys would think, and being able to block uh, backers inside was the big strength that I added. And then the team, I think our overall, our secondary got better, but then as a team, we've figured out how to close games better.
2: Well, I know for the offense this year, it's helped a lot with what the defense is doing because it gives everybody a break. I mean, the defense is is doing such a great job. Talk about your your nickname because I hear Dino. Anytime I'm out there on the field, it's like, hey, Dino. It's like, okay, I turn, (laughs) and they're always talking to you. Not one time has anybody ever called me Dino at Mishawaka High School, but I still turn every time. Where did that nickname come from?
3: Yeah, actually, Grant Jablonski, one of our corners, and his dad gave me that nickname back in, like, first grade, and it just stuck ever since.
1: Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Now, we had CJ Fisher here last week, and then I see at the end of the week that it's his birthday. So we didn't know. So we got it first. We got to say happy birthday to CJ Fisher.
3: To Shout out, Carl! There you go. <laughs> happy birthday, man!
1: <laughs> is there? Is it anybody else's birthday this week? We don't want to miss anybody this week. Um, I don't think so. Okay, you, we'll find out by Saturday, probably yeah. though. Right? Somebody will probably have one.
2: If you guys could just talk about mishawaka football tradition and when you put on that uniform you know i always think back to that song the boys of fall and kenny chesney singing about how special it is on friday but wearing the game day jerseys and and going through the hall but then coming out of steel stadium um it's got to be a great time in your life right now to be part of this and to know that you know there are bigger things ahead
3: yeah we know that every time we step on the field we're playing for something more than ourselves and that we're playing for all those people who played before us and we want to carry on the legacy. Yeah,
2: and, and talk about that, Chris. I mean, just the honor to, to be able to play high school football and uh, and represent Mishawaka.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of tradition here in Mishawaka,
4: you know, on the football team, on the football field. And you go in the locker room, you see all the paintings and stuff and past teams that have won, you know, trophies and things like that. And it's just awesome to, to know that other people think about us and we're really important to them. And this whole community really supports us.
1: All right, it is... Senior night for cheerleaders and football players yes, this Friday night. Homecoming was last week, and I C.J. Fisher also was homecoming king. I, I guess birthday, homecoming king, and, yeah, and the whole thing weekend, in the same night. Yeah, he had a good weekend. So, uh, Well, guys, we appreciate you coming out. Great job so far this season. We look forward to seeing you again this uh, Friday night, of course, and the rest of the season as well. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for coming guys. out. Chris Harness, Donovan Snyder. We've got some soccer players to come still, and head coach Steve Hodge from the girls' soccer team at Mishawaka as well. That is all coming up still at Monterey Mexican Grill, Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. We're back live at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. Caveman Corner continues along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Steyers. We are joined right now... By Brianna Eddy and Steve Hodge from the Mishawaka girls soccer team. Steve, first year head coach. Well, and you've got three first team all NIC players this year.
5: Yeah, it's my first year as head coach at the Mishawaka girls soccer team. And actually, I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, the support I've got from the school is excellent. And then Bree, Bree was my first contact to be the team lead. She's had an awesome awesome season and uh, actually she plays with her heart. She runs the from goal to goal. She's done a heck of a job for this for this team. And brought on the brought on the youngsters, made them feel welcome. Well that's
1: good. Yeah. You you don't have a Midwestern accent. Where no, are you I from? Don't. Uh,
5: <laughs> I was originally from London. Okay. England. Met a young lady over there who happened to be from South Bend and brought me back. All right. So how long have you been in this area then? I've been in uh, the South bend Mitchell Walker area since 82. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, and Sean, uh, he, he's a longtime soccer coach. I mean, talk about your experience going back. I know you were a head coach at LaVille for a long time, but even in the club scene when soccer was just getting started in right. the area, uh, you were here in South Bend.
5: Right. Around uh, about 84, 85, I realized there was a adult league in South Bend. So I managed to join a team which was great, we played for about uh, six years and then the league died and then the coach I had at the time, who was Scottish, actually played for Celtic, he got me into coaching, or at least asked me about it. So I went to help him with the junior Irish program, got my own team the following year and took them on and they asked me to get them into their high school, train them to, and that's what I did. And then uh, I was looking around and finally realized I wanted to coach high school. So I got into Clay High School. I spent five years with them, three years as head coach. I took them to a sectional final against St. Joe. It it, we, we lost, but it wasn't, it wasn't ugly. <laughs> we, we gave him a good game. And then I have a son with Ashbur- Asperger's, part of the autism spectrum. Right. And, I just wanted to spend more time with him, getting set up for school and things like that. And then I got an opportunity to go down to LaVille to help their first varsity season. Liked it so much, I missed it so much, I ended up staying for 15 years. <laughs> 13 as head coach. Happens that way sometimes, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> and then something happened. It wasn't my fault. They just hired a teacher who was going to take over the, school, uh, the girls' soccer program. Right. So I found myself out in the open, but talking to the previous coach, Tim Barwick, who I still am very happy that he brought me along, but I in conversation from the year before, when I played against Mitchell Walker, he said he was thinking about leaving, so I had that in mind, went down and gave my resume to Mitchell Walker, in the next couple of days, Tim called me and said, yeah, got to come along, so I went to the first practice, and the girls were a little dubious <laughs> who's this standing around so I said you guys don't recognize me do you and said, no and I said well I'm the Laville coach and of course we beat them every year I said, <laughs>
3: <Wait>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so the girls were saying well great and they, they really welcomed me into the, the family of the soccer program and, and um, this December I applied for the head coaching job and uh, Dean called me up the next day and said I I've got it.
2: Well, Bree, we've got we've to let you brag about coach just a little bit because you guys have had, a, had an amazing season this year, nine wins and NIC South Coach champs with uh, John Glenn and Bremen. But talk about how coaches approach this season and building from maybe the beginning of the year to now.
6: Oh Yeah, we definitely have a lot more structure this year, and we've definitely pulled together all of our talent. We've made a strong midfield. It's helped us a lot.
2: Yeah, and talk about maybe one of the highlights this year for you guys. When you think back to the season, there's been some smiles, but is there a moment that it's like, okay, this team's coming together, or this was a lot of fun?
6: Um, I definitely the Bremen game was a big success for us. That was a big turning point, I think.
2: That was a close game. Came down yeah. to the end, and it uh, <laughs> was it Rachel that had the had the, the game winner.
6: Yeah, she sure did. In like the last two minutes, it was pretty cool.
1: Wow. What, what does it mean to you, Brianna, that being, you're a senior, correct? Yes. So what does it mean to you to be first team all NIC and have some of the personal and team success that you've had as a senior?
6: Um, it's a really big honor. Like, I know there's a lot of competition out there and a lot of good players, so it's kind of like, aw. <laughs> 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 like, thanks. <laughs> well,
1: to, to hear Coach kind of talk about you the way he did, what does that mean to you?
6: Oh, i I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that the hard work doesn't go unnoticed.
1: But, uh, so now this this is uh, this is it. Sectionals start this week. You guys play Riley on Thursday. So again, as a senior, how important is it to you to to kind of get rolling again now with sectionals on the way?
6: Oh yeah, we're definitely going to play with a lot of heart, and it's important for us to go out there with everything we've got.
2: Coach, when you think about getting ready for the tournament, I know at the beginning of the year, and you talked about this uh, when we did the interview a right. long time ago. But it's building up to be better at the tournament. Do you feel like this team is is where you want them to be as you head into this postseason? And you're a coach, so I'm uh, not going to say, "Yeah, we're perfect, yeah. we're great." Uh, you always have those things in the back of your mind. But do you see improvement from the beginning of the year to now? To oh, where you definitely,
5: definitely. These, you know, I I talk to these guys right from the from the word go, saying that. You are going to go out and be a different team. I'm going to train you to to do certain things with elaborate on the fundamentals so there's more t- touch, more ball control, things like that. I always elaborated to the team that it it's um, comes down to um, becoming a team gotcha. becoming a team, working together. You know it's not me. I don't make the team, and I, all I can do is give them the best tools I can, and then the important thing I, used, I, I expressed is that we have to get te- match fit. That's a totally different thing to practice. So the first game, it was unfortunate. I, you know, Not everything came to plan. It's probably our worst loss of the season. But we took that, talked about it, see where we can improve. So step by step, we started to improve and I think we got shut out four times but we got shut out three of those times in the first five games but every time was a learning experience so like Bree said once we got into the NIC conference games um, they stepped it up they stepped it up because they wanted to win something um, this program has been going on for girls since I think 80, 96, no 1986 and they really haven't accomplished anything now, that's nothing to do with me, It's nothing to do with the school it's just the way things have gone but the way I coach is that I'm not going to coach a team that's going to roll over, I'm not going to coach players that don't want to give their all and things like that so I, I train them hard in practice we did a lot more in the summer than they've usually done And You, you- since you have been coaching for so mm-hmm. long,
1: what maybe is the biggest change in in your game and just things overall? But I mean, I know thing, there's a lot more travel soccer and things like that. Yeah, obviously. there is.
5: But um, Mitchell Walker is not known to have many many players in those in those programs. Hopefully, we can change that. Um, the the biggest thing is for me is <clears throat> is to use my experience. All I do is take the players I have, I've been given, I, I look for a form, formation that's going to help these guys play with um, uh, more, more um, focus. Um, in fact, I've never ran the formation ever in all my 24 or 5 years of as coaching high school. We've done a different focus, uh, a, a, a formation just because of the players I have, and I've set them up so they're successful and they can um, get the ball, win the ball, keep possession.
2: Brianna, real quick, just uh, what this game means to you and, and Mishawaka soccer. I know that you pour your heart and soul into it and those bumps and bruises. I mean, it's worth it with the smile that you're showing right now.
6: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Just the whole team is great. A lot of team dynamic is always great.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, best of luck, Coach and and Brianna. Congratulations on first team all NIC. And best of luck as you get going in sectionals this week against Riley High School. Thank you. Thanks for coming out tonight. We've got two more girls soccer players, Kayla Navarro and Rachel Gomez, will be joining us next after we take this last time out. Caveman Corner live from Monterey Bar and Grill on 96.1. WSBT, the sports leader. Quarterback Live at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers. We've got a couple more Mishawaka girls soccer players we're going to talk to in just a second. Want to make sure... There's a lot of information for Friday with Senior Night coming up, Yeah, this is going
2: to be a huge Friday night, one of the biggest in in a long time in Mishawaka. Before the game, we're going to have a stadium dedication for Steel Stadium. We're also going to have the track dedication for the new track. Some former track members and coaches are coming back. It's also Senior Night for football and cheerleader. And then at halftime, we're going to dedicate the Iron Strength and Conditioning Center. And Tom Irons, the gentleman who donated the money for our new Strength and Conditioning Center, is going to be there. Today, we just received six 55-inch TVs that are going to go in there. So they're going to mount them up on the wall. So the next time you guys go in there, you can just sit there and watch your favorite TV show. All so right.
1: Rachel and Kayla are
2: like, yeah, i got, I got to sneak in there
1: some night. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're with Rachel Gomez and Kayla Navarro. Rachel, you've got the microphone. So I'm going to ask you to tell me something about Kayla real quick that, that most people might not know.
7: Oh, um, I don't know. Well, she's been playing since she was three, and – not a lot of people think that she is, but she's actually really good at defense, and a lot of people don't give her the benefit of the doubt.
1: Kayla, you take the microphone. Same question about Rachel.
8: Rachel. <laughs> 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 well, what can I say? She's always scoring, and sometimes she puts a little bit too much pressure on herself to score when she just needs to just let it fly and it'll get in there.
2: You guys seem to be just having a ball this year. I mean, nine wins, it's, it's the most we've had in a little while, but first team, in the NIC congratulations for that you guys are both first team members and and also conference champs of being uh, co-champs in the NIC South talk about that just how much fun it's been
8: oh it's been a great time especially the first time doing it finally all of our hard work we get something for it, and it's been great.
2: Yeah, and Rachel, Brianna was talking about your, your game-winning goal against Bremen. That was an intense game. It was one-to-one, and all of a sudden you're on the left side, and, and you had one, I don't even know what you call it, but the thing was kicked in the goal, and it was it was pretty, was it a cross maybe?
7: Yeah, it was a, it was a through ball. I didn't really expect it. And you've had some
2: incredible games this year, Uh, Mishawaka's leading scorer uh, of all time in the regular season, but one game you had five goals. I mean, the ball was just coming off your foot and finding the net. That's got to be a good feeling. I mean, I, I guess they'd call that in the zone, right? Yeah. Uh, how cool is that to know that, and, and other players are setting you up, so you got to give credit to those those kids who are looking for you, but are there times when you just feel like you're open and, and maybe you're even saying, I, I, I want the ball because I'm feeling it right now?
7: Yeah, a lot of times I do, but it's always, we have to build up from the back, and it's never a one-person job, it's always the team effort.
5: Yeah.
1: We were just talking to Coach Hodge, and this being his, his first year as your head coach, what's it what's it been like this year, kind of? having a new coach and, and a little bit different style in the whole thing?
7: Um, it was different. We did a lot of different things that helped improve the players and mentally and physically, and I think it's helped us a lot grow as a soccer program and as a team.
1: How do you feel now confidence-wise? You get, you're getting into sectionals now. Sectionals are Thursday, so, so how do you feel at this time of year?
7: We're really confident. We really want to get through and have a good season.
2: Yeah, and just talk about the opportunity to build the program. This is a confidence builder for those little kids who are looking up to you guys, and you probably see them out at the games. But I know your little brother plays for the boys' team. But thinking about those other kids and trying to make Mishawaka soccer better.
7: Um, well, we tried our best to improve, and we, are, we try to be good examples for the younger kids so that we can – so that others can come up and play for us and expect us and want to play for us. Yeah,
2: and I know you guys are both great great role models, but Kaylee, talk about maybe just playing at a younger age. How important that is to, to get a ball on your foot and to get the skill work and maybe even play inside sometimes.
8: Yeah, it's super important just getting the fundamental skills down, just knowing how to pass the ball right, making sure you're in shape and stuff. So when you come into high school, so this program can grow so we don't have to spend time, teaching all these little things, and we can just go on to get more wins and become a better program.
2: I imagine you guys have put some miles in in the summer and in the winter playing this game, huh?
8: Oh, yeah, always working trying to get better.
1: Do you guys play other sports?
8: Uh, no, we've spent all of our time all year round trying to get the best we can.
1: So do you play soccer off season? then? Do you play in the spring with another team or anything? Uh, yeah,
8: uh, we've played with the boys' team in indoor during the winter to just try to get some extra touches on the ball, and then we go and play with our club teams during the spring.
1: All right. Well, best of luck to you in sectionals this Thursday. We appreciate you coming in. Have you had dinner yet?
8: No, about to. <laughs> I think I think I just <laughs> saw your food arrive.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Thank you very much, ladies. Thank you. All right. That is Kayla Navarro and Rachel Gomez. Before that, Brianna Eddy and uh, Coach Hodge. And then, of course, before that as well, we had Chris Harness and Donovan Snyder from the football team. Full yeah. house as always, Yeah, Dean.
2: we appreciate you guys
1: coming in, and great job. Congratulations this season. Thank you very much. Dean, I will see you back out there Friday. It's going to be a huge night. Gates open at 530. That's right. It is Mishawaka taking on Marion, and it's the uh, regular season finale and senior night at Steel Stadium. We'll have it right here on WSBT. For Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Stiers. You've been listening to Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader.